Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language and one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're You're right, right. it's It's Python. Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP Certification Examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The The starting starting place to become become a future future coder. coder. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups, and entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 15 of the podcast series featuring Master Entrepreneur Charlotte Dash. Charlotte, how are you doing? Very good, Phil. So, yeah. we're providing insights uh, on your journey as an entrepreneur. This time, we continue with the topic of investing, which we started in the last episode investing in the stock market with your advice and your tips for those who are new to this aspect of finance. So, very much a beginner's guide with lots of valuable information. So, um, let's start off with a, a quick overview of, the, of the, the previous episode. I think, like we discussed about consistency and long term potential of investments, it's rubbing up on us as well in terms of consistency of our podcast. <laughs> But before we move forward with our current episode, I would like to request our listeners to subscribe to the channel if they like the podcast. Now, following up from the last episode, we'll discuss further some of the strategies that have worked for me over the last several years and what I think are simple to follow. The Entrepreneurial Dash While doing equity investments, first and foremost, it's important to think about what you can afford to put into equity investments, bearing in mind that you could potentially lose up to 50% of that amount in during market volatility. That might happen every five or seven years, but that does happen. A safe amount to start would be, if you are starting off new, would be like somewhere between US dollar 100 to $1,000 per month, depending on your age, income, and risk profile. Consistent savings and investment every month in a disciplined manner would help in a big way in your wealth creation. As you gain experience and improve your investment knowledge, as well as insights, you can slowly start increasing your investment portfolio. So, what would you say is really, you know, what is going to be the safest way to start? I think the safest way for anybody who's just starting off would be to invest through ETFs based on indices. So, ETFs, um, perhaps you could elaborate because that's totally new to me. That's correct. Uh, ETFs are exchange-traded funds which are basically mimicking the indices of stocks or a group of stocks and are very low cost in terms of investing and give a much wider variety of you know exposure to the investors rather than doing a single cherry-picking stocks. Okay. And here I must say that it's the easiest and safest way to invest in stocks is to do it through investing in the indices because my preference from having learning because my preference from having earning in dollar is to invest in US, particularly the S&P 500 and Nasdaq indices through various ETFs, but the ones which are hopefully not levered. We discussed in the previous episode that your return would depend on how long you have remained invested rather than your timing of your investment. Remember, 
Investing over a longer period of time has the ability to smoothen the return curve. As a starter, it becomes easier to buy the indices as it will not put the pressure on you to decide which stocks to buy. In fact, many would recommend and data also proves this. This in the long term, it most almost impossible to beat the stock market indices. Only a few of the very active managers actually achieve that on a consistent basis. Ideally, you should invest in ETFs which you don't mind holding for 10 to 20 years. So, Charles, I'm, I'm picking up on, uh, on, on what you've been saying. It's a valuable insight for me. And I remember last time you were saying investments, long-term investments is the best way to go. You mentioned their ETFs, the Exchange Traded Funds, which I wasn't aware of, and uh, again, long period of time. So with those aspects in mind and everything else, how should one go about building up one's portfolio? The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs. I will talk about how I went about building my portfolio. I mean, I would say that recommend that we should all have over a period of time at least 40 to 60 stocks if you decide to invest directly uh, instead of the indices. If after educating yourself enough on stock market investments, you feel a bit more adventurous or have some guidance from a professional, always make sure to build up the portfolio slowly. Secondly, it's important to diversify between 50 to 60 stocks, like I have what I have done for myself. Ones which come from different sectors. Go for value investment, rather than depending on market rumors or short-term gains. Good brands combined with great financials in terms of growth would be important to look at before investing. Ideally, when I decide to invest in stocks, looking at holding those for at least 3 to 5 years, except maybe only 15 to 20% stocks which might want to churn out depending on the cash needs that we have. Usually 80% of your returns will most probably be coming from 15 to 20% of your investments, at least that has been my experience. Mm, valuable insights there. So um, once you've got some stocks and you, you're slowly increasing the size of one's portfolio, probably see the stock market moving up and down because that's the nature of uh, the stock market. There's the aspect of volatility. So talk us through that, will you? It's normal, actually, for the stock markets to experience ups and downs because of changing political, economic and company-specific events, which could have short to medium-term impacts on the stock markets, as well as particular any company stocks. With this in mind, it's important to look for value by investing in stocks with a focus on brands, demands, financials, and strategically where all our economies are moving. But once you've invested, after doing your analysis, make sure to keep in mind that it is normal to see 20 to 40% volatility up and down, depending on the market conditions. But if you have avoided taking debt while doing your investment, you can be sure that you might see recovery much faster. The volatility would normally smoothen over a period of time. Spend every day, actually, I would recommend to everybody to spend a couple of hours educating yourself on the stock markets, which you are investing in and the stocks you've decided to invest in. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Interesting aspect there, and I'm just going to jump in really and ask you, you say about educating yourself on the stock markets. Can you give us a few pointers on how one can do that? Where should one be looking to get greater awareness to educate, as you say, oneself in the stock markets? Actually, you know, you need to have a good analytical bent of mind, which I believe all of us as human beings we have. So a lot of literature is actually available on the internet. Uh, you can do a Google search, but the ones that I use, and it's nothing to advertise here, um, I use investing.com, seeking.alpha, uh, seeking alpha, uh, I use Motley Fool. I, I mean, there are 
whole structure and okay. charts, a whole sort of sites that you can, which are available. Okay. And obviously, you have the news channels all available for you to read through Bloomberg, uh, FT, uh, yeah. uh, Reuters, and everything. I think there are very valuable information that are available out there to read and understand. And this is uh, very, very key to doing any, any kind of investments. And there are many literatures to understand financial terminology and the fundamentals of investment. Absolutely. You've been going through some of the terminology, which is enlightening in itself. And you say some very good pointers there to different channels to get greater insights into the stock market. So, so what next? Selling, I suppose. I think it's very important. We should remember uh, to sell because this is one of the common mistakes I've done many times. That you forget to sell, you fall in love with the stock, and this is one of the common mistakes actually. And it's a huge matter of research and discussions these days. This is about behavioral finance, and uh, I think it's a, we will have a detailed discussion on that, and maybe we we'll bring an expert to discuss that in one of our next podcasts. Yeah. Basically, what we it means that when we are investing into a stock uh, or, or uh, ETF, we sometimes fall in love with those and forget to think that it's an investment only and don't want to sell it and forget the right time to sell it. That is why it's important to always have a strategy of exit while investing and make sure without fail to sell when you achieve the return objective or at least sell enough to take your capital out while you might decide to keep the returns still remain invested because you still like the stock a lot. Such dynamics only prove that a patient investor who invests in the right stocks with good fundamentals, lucrative business models and proven records of surviving economic downturns will benefit from stronger valuations in due course of time. So do you find, I'm going by what you said there, the um, behavioral aspects of finance, you can get emotional about stocks you, you've got in early days, you've seen the growth of the organization with those stocks, you get personally involved. Personally involved uh, a lot, actually, uh, you will see people who love sometimes the owner phone Apple, and they think Apple is always a buy because they own the phone, because they love the brand. And there's nothing mm. wrong with it. Apple is a great investment and it, is, it has created wealth like okay. I think very few stocks would have done for their investors. Mm. But all I'm trying to say is that there's always a time that you, you've done a 500% return, you've done a 600% return and you should take it out cash yeah. because there are new stories coming up, new exciting stories coming up where the capital gains would be much higher. So you need to start reinvesting into those companies as well. Very interesting and a lot of information in that podcast So uh, in this episode. So as we do, we have a key takeaway from each uh, episode. So what's your key takeaway on this occasion? The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs. Uh, most importantly, long-term investment strategies do not need to be homogeneous, which means they can and should be tailored according to the risk tolerance, time horizon and overall investment objective of the investor. This implies that anyone can invest for a long period with an appropriate and focused strategy. I think this is the key takeaway that I would think for this particular episode. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language and one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're, You're right, right, it's, it's Python. Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. 
By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP certification examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoda.com. That's www.vivacoda.com. The, the starting, starting place to become, become a future, future coder. coder.